Ah, you motherfuckers are in for it now. You are fucking in for it now. Today's podcast is brought to you courtesy of Snow. Yes, my friends, Snow. Not cocaine. Not cocaine snorted out of the ass crack of underage hookers, my friends, but Snow. That white shit that falls from the sky. Frozen waters. Oh, motherfuckers. Great one. How drunk are you? I am drunk enough because as soon as I got the message that we were canceling work today because of the snow, I immediately started drinking because let me explain. I'm going to explain a lot of things to you motherfuckers today, okay? If you came here looking for a safe space today, you are in the wrong motherfucking place. And you can say, oh, great one. You say that all the time. No, 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 no. Today, we are going beyond the normal fucking infringements of safe spaces. All right? So you need to put on your fucking big girl panties. You need to put on your depends, whatever the fuck it takes. Because by the time this podcast is over, there's going to be some feel-feels going to get hurt. Oh, there's going to be some fucking feel-feels getting hurt. Because the great one's not in the mood. The great one is fucking hit his goddamn limit. Yet again, I've hit my limit so many fucking times. So, great one, how many gin and tonics have you fucking had? Well, I'm on number four, motherfucker. That's how many I've had. But you know what? I am right. I am always right. I've always been right. I will always be right. I have never been wrong. Here's my fucking nutsack. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting my nutsack out right now. You fuckers think this is a joke. Here's my nutsack. I'm going to rub it on the microphone. That was my nutsack. You can fucking lick on it, okay? The great one has fucking had it with stupid. Done. D-U-N. I'm done with the kikes, I'm done with the niggers, and I'm done with the fat people. We'll get to that in a minute. Before we get to the fat people, let's talk about some other things the great one is done with. So we were going to work today, but today did get canceled because of the snow. So I'm like, yes, yes, the great one's just going to podcast. The great one might be playing Star Wars right now, but the great one's internet is not functioning because God forbid the internet function. Actually, my internet service is not only fast, but pretty fucking reliable. This is the first time since I've had internet service here that I can remember it being out for more than like five minutes. Okay, I'm dangerously close to calming down, so we need to amp this back up. Here's the first thing the great one is fucking tired of. The great one is tired of hearing about Band of Brothers. Oh, great one. Did you know? Did you know that Band of Brothers, man, it's, oh, it's a great series. Oh, it's so good. It's about it's about World War II. Oh, oh, my World War II masturbation fantasies. Oh, did, oh, oh, I have I have World War II masturbation fantasies also. You know what my World War II masturbation fantasies are? That the United States wouldn't have fought on the wrong side. Okay? We all have World War II masturbation fantasies. 
I'm fucking sick of hearing about yours. Oh, Band of Brothers is like the greatest TV show ever. Oh my God. It's about easy company. Easy company. Oh, oh my God. I'm touching myself while I think about easy company. Oh, World War II. Oh, oh, easy company. Oh, I'm touching myself. Oh, great one. You've got to watch this series. Okay, I'm watching the fucking series. I'm on episode four. The audio mixing is fucking terrible. I can't understand what they're saying half the fucking time. Guys, listen, let's cut to the fucking chase. Everybody, everybody, I include, I'm just warning you. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. There's going to be hurt feelings. I'm warning you now. Everybody likes to touch themselves about my World War II veterans. Oh, God, we just sit around and touch ourselves endlessly. World War II veterans. Oh, oh, my World War II veterans. Oh, touching myself. Listen. Okay, my grandfather was in World War II in a bomber in Italy. Three Purple Hearts, fucking shrapnel, bombshells, all this shit fucked him up. I mean, not that so bad he couldn't function. He's not crippled or anything, but he needed surgery. He needed fa- three Purple Hearts. Okay, I, I get it. Here's the thing. This is the important part. Understand this. Understand this. Understand this. While many of these men did great exemplar exemplary if i can say the word brave heroic things in world war ii none of them sought that out it was thrust upon they were sitting there minding their own business when the government of the united states decided to ignore the fact that they knew japan was going to bomb and attack pearl harbor because fdr wanted to get in world war ii because he wanted to lick stalin's asshole Okay, this was thrust upon them. They did not go forth and create this opportunity. Yes, many of them rose to the occasion, but they did not create this opportunity. And then they came back to the United States and they raised the baby boomers who destroyed the entire country. So everybody's going on and masturbating and touching themselves over Band of Brothers. So I'm watching Band of Brothers. You know what I see? I see a whole bunch of heterosexual white men, heterosexual men of European descent giving each other shit like, oh, you're a fucking Italian. Oh, you're a fucking Jew. Like giving each other shit and going into combat and saving each other's lives. And, fi- and these are all the things that we don't have anymore. And you know why we don't have these things anymore? Because heterosexual white men are terrified of women. This is what they've taken from us. I'm sitting here watching this fucking TV series with this shitting aud- shitty audio mixing. And all, all the whole time, I'm reminded of everything that's been taken from us. 
I can't be a part of an organization anymore that is comprised only of heterosexual white men because we've got to have women. We've got to have faggots. You've got to have niggers. You've got to have kikes. You've got to have spicks. You've got to have chinks. You've got to have diversity. You've got to have tolerance. You've got to have multiculturalism. I'm watching this series there in Europe and they've liberated this town and the people in the town, it's in the Netherlands, they're shaving the heads, they're cutting off the hair of all the women who had sex with the Nazi invaders, which actually happened in real life. But oh no, 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 no. We, we heterosexual white men in North America can no longer shame women. Oh God, you can't do that. We have to fag tag believe women. We can't shame women anymore. All I see, all I see in this TV series, other than shitty audio mixing, is everything that's been taken from us. And I got to listen to all these conservative faggots telling me how great this series is. Oh, you mean because this series shows, this TV series shows me everything that's been lost to me because you conservative faggots freed the niggers and gave women the right to vote? I'm supposed to fucking watch this and, and what? Like celebrate everything that's been lost to me? I have an idea. Why don't you fucking die? Is that an option? Here's something I'm sick of. There's a lot of things I'm sick of. You're going to hear about them today. The biggest one when we get to it is fat people. I fucking had it with fat people. God damn. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, first of all, we got niggers. I'm sick of niggers. In their defense, in their defense, first of all, now, we're excluding women from this because, yes, all women are like that and all women are stupid. I'm not talking about women. At any point, I'm not talking about women. I talk about niggers, kikes, fat, anything. I'm fat people, not talking about women. Okay. The purpose of women is to make babies and shut the fuck up. The fact that they're not doing that is because white men in North America have completely failed to do their duty to control their fucking women. Okay. We're not talking about women, exclusively talking about men because it's only men that matter. Women don't fucking matter. As soon as men figure out how to raise children in artificial wombs, I mean, at this point, if you want, if you want companionship, you either get a dog or you get an AI girlfriend. Okay. If you just want to fucking ejaculate your spunk, you get a sex doll. The the only reason we need women at this point is to reproduce. As soon as men figure out how to reproduce without women, they will have no purpose in existing whatsoever because women have decided collectively, I stole this. This is over on Daily Stormer. I got a lot in the works. If I just get off my ass over on the website, I really need to do a lot of work on the website. There's stuff that needs to be fixed. Yada, yada, yada. I, I don't need your fucking commentary. I'm serious, guys. I don't need your fucking commentary about the website. I don't. When I'm ready for your commentary about the website, I'll fucking ask you for it. Okay. I stole this from Daily Stormer over there. What's his name? I, I, I forgot his name. It doesn't matter. You know, he wrote, I'm paraphrasing. He wrote this over there on an article. Women could have been wives and mothers, 
but they have chosen to be fuck toys. And he's absolutely right. All these women, they have chosen to be fuck toys. They have chosen to spend their 20s and early 30s just fucking niggers and criminals and being receptacles for random cum in drunken hookups. They have chosen that. There is literally Hitler almost there. Yes, I understand there's a couple of unicorn women out there. Once again, for the stupid people, if you're in the fucking cheap seats, the exception to the rule proves the rule. The vast majority of women have literally Hitler chosen to be cum dumpsters for niggers and criminals. These are facts. This is not an opinion. Look at Skyler. Okay. What was it? Nine drunken hookups. So we're not talking about women, talking about men. Niggers did not choose to be niggers. Right? When they were being born, they didn't get a choice. They came out of the womb, they were niggers. They're doing the best they can with what they've got. And even though niggers have a statistically lower IQ than white people, that doesn't mean they're stupid. But it is what it is. Okay? And the most important part is that niggers are at least human. They're actually human. Okay? Unlike kikes. Kikes are not human. Now, kikes didn't have a choice. When you are born a kike, you didn't have any choice in being a kike. Now, you could stop being a kike religiously. You could say, oh, I don't believe in kikeism anymore, but you're still a fucking kike genetically, okay? So you're not human. But once again, you're, the kikes didn't have any choice being born not human. Fat people, they have a choice. A nigger can't stop being a nigger. A kike can't stop being a parasite. Sorry, excuse me, subhuman parasite. But a fat person can stop being fat any fucking time. Oh, but great one. I have a glandular problem. No, you have an impulse control problem. Okay? There's not one nigger alive. Well, I'm only a nigger because of my impulse control problems. No, no, no. You're black because that's your genetics. You can't help that. I'll give any black person a chance. I automatically assume when I see a black person has a chance, has, has a chance. When I see a black person has a job, I automatically assume he has a job I say he because I don't acknowledge the existence of women, certainly not black women. I assume he has the job because of affirmative action, but I'm willing to give him a chance to prove to me that he is not there because of affirmative action and that he is there because he is competent, because he did not have a choice in being black. But when I see a fat person, there's no reason for me to give you a chance because I know you chose to be fat. Oh, but great one. I'm oppressed. No, 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 no. You're shoving too much fucking bread in your mouth. You did not. No, no, no. There, no, 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 no. This was not forced upon you. You made this choice. 
I have many fantasies. Most of my fantasies involve redheaded volleyball girls. One of my fantasies, great one, weren't you talking about? I will get back to what I was talking about. I'm doing this. I'm fucking doing this, okay? Once again, I need you to take your commentary and I need you to shove it right up your fucking ass. This is not a goddamn safe space today, okay? Not a fucking safe space. I have many fantasies. One of my fantasies, in addition to the redheaded volleyball girls, is the fantasy that I would do a live performance. Not just an hour and a half on stage where I'd walk out. Because you guys know I do shows. I've done comedy shows. Every comedy show, it starts off the same. Some fucking, almost always, not every time, but more often than not, over 50% of the time, the comedian who walks out on stage is overweight. And this fucking fat person walks out on stage... I go, how y'all doing? How y'all doing, South Dakota? So, this is what they actually sound like. I'm not making this up. So, this ain't going to be. They always say this. They, I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. They say this every time. This ain't going to be one of those politically correct shows. <laughs> and then they proceed to never say the word nigger. They never call out the Jews. They never say a fucking word about the inability of heterosexual white men to control their women. They, after announcing this ain't going to be one of those politically correct shows, they proceed to deliver unto the audience a fucking completely politically correct show. One of my masturbatory fantasies is going up on the stage and I've already got the venue picked out and doing this podcast live in front of an audience. But of course, nobody would buy tickets. No, None of you would show the fuck up. And it wouldn't be like an hour and a half of me just up there being not being politically correct, pretending I'm not being politically correct. It'd be all fucking day all day. We would start, we'd start at fucking 7 a.m. The bar is open, motherfuckers. Because remember, what has the great one explained to you multiple times? You cannot drink all day if you don't start first thing in the morning. Oh, we'd open the fucking bar at 0700 and we would throw down. Ah, oh, the glory. And say, but great one, when people find out who you are, I wouldn't give a shit. If I had enough pull to get enough of you to show up at the event to fucking pay to rent the venue, that that would that would be it. That, I'm not even joking. Like, great one, what would have to happen for you to reveal your identity? If I could get enough people to buy tickets for me to pay for the venue, fuck it. I would throw caution to the wind. We'd go all out. I'd never have another job in my life and I wouldn't give a fuck. I would figure out a way to deal with it. 
because I'm sick of niggers and I'm sick of kikes and I'm sick of fucking white women and I'm sick of fat people. We're going to get to the fat people eventually. Just fucking wait for it, okay? I'm doing this. I don't need your fucking help. Do you have a, I'm sorry, do you have a podcast? No, you don't have a podcast? Oh, then shut the fuck on up. You know what the great one's sick of? Other than niggers, kikes, fat people, white women, faggots, trannies. The great one is sick. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. The great one is sick of men on the internet cosplaying that they were infantry soldiers in World War II. Oh, my band of brothers. Oh, my band of brothers. Masculine Geek. MasculineGeek.com Masculine Geek. Go to, go to their, I don't know if it's on their website. I didn't bring it up. I don't, oh, I don't have internet. I can't look. Their last time I looked, right, there's like the little graphic there showing these guys are in the World War II uniforms. T.J. Martinell. I love it. I have never met T.J. Martinell in real life. I would like to. Now, you guys know I'm not bullshitting you. I told you there's going to be hurt feelings today. Everybody put on your fucking diapers. T.J., great writer, intelligent guy. Love his podcast. He hasn't been podcasting in ages. I wish he still was. Very smart man. Would love to meet him in real life. But yeah, you know, I go to this masculine geek, which he's part of, and there's these graphics of them, you know, the masculine geeks, this this anime image of them in the World War II uniforms. Guys, stop cosplaying that you were an infantry soldier in World War II. I don't know exactly who is in the masculine geeks, because I haven't paid that much attention to it. Were any of you even in the infantry ever? I'm really fucking sick and tired. I mean this. I'm sick of people who were not in the military, much less in the infantry, cosplaying that they were in the infantry. Those of you in other countries probably don't know about this. We've got this whole clothing line in the United States, grunt style, where you buy the t-shirt. It says grunt style. It has the crossed rifles on it. And I look at this and all I see is fucking homosexuals cosplaying that they were in the infantry. I'm so fucking sick of people who were not in the infantry. God, you were not in World War II. TJ Martinell, I love you to death. You were not in World War II. Please fucking stop being a retard. Stop your fucking internet cosplaying. It's not your fault you were not born in time to be in World War II. It's, I'm not blaming you for, for not being in World War II. I am blaming you for fucking cosplaying that you were in World War II like a fucking homosexual. It's time for everyone to grow up and stop cosplaying what you were not. Right? I mean, I have disagreements with Aaron Clary. He thinks that Republicans are different than Democrats. He's wrong. But Aaron doesn't get on the internet and cosplay that he was in World War II. Adam Piggott is a Christian, 
is a Catholic. He's wrong. He doesn't get on the internet and cosplay that he was in World War II. I was actually in the infantry, 10th Mountain Division, 3rd Battalion, 14th uh, Brigade, 3rd Battalion, 14th Infantry, 2nd Commando Brigade. But I don't cosplay that I was in World War II. Okay? If you are, if you think you're a man and you're cosplaying that you were in World War II, you are not a man and you need to stop immediately. Full stop. Full fucking stop. Full stop. As the girls would say, full stop. Shut up, whore. Shut your fucking mouth and make babies. I'm sick of the World War II cosplayers. Just stop it. All right. Now, finally, let us move on to the actual topic of today's podcast. Fat people. Because I'm fucking sick of fat people. And the great one failed to adequately prepare the furniture for this podcast. So I need to move some furniture around over here. I got to find where my mouse is at. I don't know where the fuck my mouse is. Great one. Why didn't you prepare? Fuck you. No, seriously, this this is not just me saying fuck you because I'm trying to cosplay as an edgelord, okay? Fuck you. You don't have to listen to this podcast. You can go, you can, you can get yourself a fucking Twitter account and cosplay that you were in World War II. All right, I'm going to put the microphone in the microphone clip. You're going to hear noise. Deal with it. I'm not going to edit that out. Oh my God, great one. You had noise on your... Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the fucking commentary. I'm done with fat people. I'm done with niggers. I'm done with kikes. I'm done with women. I'm done with World War II fucking infantry cosplayers. I'm done with people telling me that Band of Brothers is so fucking amazing. It's pretty mediocre. So far, it's pretty mediocre. It, it's just that this is this is how full this is how far heterosexual white men, European descended white men in North America have fallen. That to them, this Band of Brothers TV series is so fucking amazing that it's even worthy of commentary. I mean, literally, Hitler, guys, this is not even a joke. I come to you and I watch a movie or something. I tell you, man, this is really good. Babylon Five, great, right? I can't shut up about Babylon 5. You guys know that. Greatest fucking science fiction series ever. Original Star Trek. Can't shut up about it. Stargate. SG-1. First like five or six seasons. Really good. It went to shit. That happens to TV series when they go into... Right? The Band of Brothers. So far, there's nothing on this that makes me want to talk about it. Other than the fact that everyone... Oh my God, it's so great. It's I'm watching it. I'm looking at it. It's not that great. Other than it reminds me of everything that's been taken from me by the fucking race traders who can't stop shoving diversity and tolerance down my fucking throat. It's not that great. 
It's not. I would much rather have watched three and a half episodes of Babylon 5 or original Star Trek or Stargate or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. If you're new around here, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, great series. Like I said, the first season, the first season, Emmy is a little rocky. I've said it before. I started watching Buffy like in the middle. If I just started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer with episode one, season one, I probably would not have stuck with it. First season, eh. The last season was not that good either, actually, in my opinion. And the final episode, but the middle, the shit in the middle, holy shit, there's some really good shit. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is not a joke. If you're newer, if you've been here for a while, you've heard me fucking rave endlessly about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm dead serious. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Great shit. Man, fun series. And you go, oh, it's a little feminine. It is. It is. There's some feminist overtones. But they're they're balanced really well. It's a great series. So far, I'm not seeing anything in Band of Brothers that fucking holds a candle to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Other than a bunch of fucking, you know, pussified white men in North America who wish that they could be the men that these guys in World War II were, but they're not because they're pussies. It's just cosplaying. All right, did I mention fat people? All right, let's let's get to this. How far am I into this? God damn, I'm in a bad mood. I still don't have internet. My internet button is still button light, still blinking blue, which means I don't have internet. Here's a here's a really I want to play fucking Star Wars today. If I don't get internet pretty soon, I'm gonna be pissed off. Great one. You're getting more pissed off than yes. I'm gonna get even more pissed off than this. It's hard to believe. All right, I got to get ready. I got to sit this thing up. We're going to be playing a podcast. I'm going to respond to it. We're going to do some shit here. It's going to take me a minute to get everything set up. You're going to fucking deal with it. Well, great one. I don't I don't give a fuck what you don't like. Did you? Here's a question. Did you come here today thinking that the great one gave a fuck what you like. Did you do that? That didn't happen, did it? I mean, maybe if you're really, really new to this podcast, that could have happened. This is not a joke. I do this for me. This is not for you. If this is for you, I don't even know. It's not for you. I, I don't even know where to go with that statement. If this was for you, who gives a fuck? This is not for you. This is for me. Oh, you know, like, I don't give a shit. The truth is painful, guys. The, th- the truth about the niggers, the kikes, the white women, the fat people, the Federal Reserve, all this shit, it, it's all painful. I don't fucking care. I'm in a really bad mood. I don't have internet connection. I can't play Star Wars. <laughs> That's not, that's not, that's not really why I'm in a bad mood. I mean, it will be like an hour from now if my internet is still out, then I really actually am going to be in a bad mood because I can't play Star Wars. 
Right now, I'm in a bad mood because of fat people, because I listened to the podcast we're about to play this morning while I was working, actually working, not playing Star Wars, actually working, making money on the internet, doing my other job, which I just want to say, for the record, my other job, the whole genesis of that was a brilliant idea from our good friend who is wrong, he's wrong. Republicans and Democrats are not different. He's wrong. But nonetheless, it was an idea from our good friend, Mr. Aaron Cleary. And because of his good idea, I'm making a bunch of extra money. I love him for it. He's a great guy. He's wrong. He's wrong about the difference. There's no difference between Republicans and Democrats. He's wrong. But he does not cosplay as a World War II infantry soldier on the internet. Mr. Clary, I've known him for many years now. And he does not pretend to be anything he is not. Everything you see about Cappy on the internet, that's him. He is wrong. He is not a pretender. He is not a fake. He is not a cosplayer. And that's why even though he's wrong... Wrong, 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 wrong. He has all my respect. So anyhow, I was on the interwebs today when my internet was working, actually making money doing my business, which was a Genesis idea of Mr. Aaron Cleary, who's written many books that you should read, especially Bachelor Pad Economics. If nothing else, you should read Bachelor Pad Economics. I still have not read, I got it, I told you guys, that I still have not read, what's his latest one? World Without Women. Still haven't fucking read it. Hey, if my internet doesn't fucking start working today, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit down and start reading that book. And I was listening to podcasts while I was doing it. I listened to one podcast, the guy's interviewing a Jew and everything. And look, guys, I'm, I'm so sick of the Jews. And I don't just mean that in the way that you think I'm saying it. It was, was it? I'm trying to remember, was it Pete Quinones or was it someone else? Quiones, Quiones, trying to say his name correctly. It was, it was some, and you know, it's, and, I real like halfway through, I'm just like, I, I'm done. I'm done hearing about the Jews. I'm not, yes, the Jews are shit and the Jews are parasites and the Jews, blah, blah, but I'm just, I don't need to hear it anymore. It's kind of like where I am with women. Oh, we're going to do a podcast. Did you know women are poopy heads? Oh my God, fuck. Really? No, I don't need to hear another Rolo. I don't need to hear another two hour live stream about hypergamy. I got it. I don't need to hear another one hour podcast about the Jews. I got it. I got it. I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay. I'm saying I don't need to hear it anymore. I got it. So then I listen to this podcast and I'm like, yeah, because I got these books over here that I haven't talked about on the podcast. Hold on. Hold your fucking horses. I'm getting the books. 
that I was going to talk about on the podcast. I might talk about it on the podcast. Guys, The End of Craving by Mark. Oh, God, I can't say this guy's name. Sharkitzer? S-C-H-A-T-Z-K-E-R. Sierra Charlie Hotel Alpha Tango Zulu Kilo Echo Romeo. And then the other one is Why We Get Sick by Benjamin Bickman. Bravo India Kilo Mike Alpha November. See, I know the phonetic alphabet because unlike all these people on the internet cosplaying that they were in the infantry in World War II, I was actually in the infantry. And there's more books than just these two. But basically, guys, here, here's the short version. I, I really want to talk about the books in depth. Here's the short fucking version. Stop eating bread. Stop eating bread. Stop eating so many carbs. Stop eating processed food. Eat food that has one ingredient. I am doing my Tommy Loren impersonation by banging my hand on something while I'm talking to you. Meat, dead animal, and vegetables. Stop eating shit and you will stop being sick. You do not need 17 different vaccines every year. You do not need to be on medication all the fucking time. You do not need to take a pill every single day. You need to stop eating shit. Stop eating shit. Eat food that has single fucking ingredients. God damn it! I'm fucking sick of you people. I'm sick of the fuck. I can't help being fat. No? Well, can you help it when I fucking mow you down with a 50 caliber machine gun? You fucking fat piece of shit. Fat people choose to be fat, okay? Niggers do not choose to be niggers. Kikes do not choose to be kikes. Fat people fucking choose to be fat. I'm fucking sick of your fat asses. Stop shoving fucking bread and ultra-processed foods into your fucking mouth. Stop it. I'm fucking sick of you. I'm fucking sick of subsidizing you. You go to the fucking doctor. I have diabetes. Well, who's subsidizing your fucking medication and your health insurance? Me, through my fucking taxes. I'm sick of fucking subsidizing your unhealthy fat ass. I don't have health insurance because I can't afford it because I'm busy paying for your fucking health insurance. Die, okay? Fucking die. Fucking die, all right? I'm not saying fat people should be exterminated. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying fat people should be given six months to lose the weight, and after six months, if they're still fat, then they should be exterminated. That's what the fuck I'm saying. That's not a joke. I'm not trying to be an edgelord. Oh, look at me. I'm on the internet cosplaying that I was in the infantry in World War II. Well, look how cool. I am. No, no. Fat people. Six months. If you're still fat, you're dead. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm fucking sick of subsidizing fat people. I can't help it. Yes, you can. Nobody is fucking holding you down and forcing a fucking pizza down your fucking throat. Why well, eat a pizza? A pepperoni. It had meat on it. No. Pepperoni is not meat, you stupid motherfucker.
I will fucking kill you, and then I will do actual fucking science. I will spend billions of dollars and years and years and years doing actual real scientific research to figure out how to reanimate dead people so I can bring you back to life and then kill your fucking fat ass again. I may have to pause this recording and go get another gin tonic because I'm getting dangerously low. Say, so, well, great one. You know, some fat people vote Republican. I don't give a shit. There are some fat people that are libertarian. I don't fucking care. Or, you know, a great one. Some anarcho-capitalists are fat and those anarcho-capitalists should be exterminated. I don't give a fuck how political you are, how, you, how much you would fucking agree with me. If you're fat, you need to die. End of discussion. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. I'm fucking tired of subsidizing fat people. Stop shoving bread in your fucking mouth. I'm fucking done with you. Done. Like I said, even more than the niggers and the kikes, because even the white women, even white women did not have a choice in being white women. They got stuck with that biochemistry. They got stuck with that fucking neurochemistry. They got stuck with the vagina. They got stuck with the uterus. 45% of them don't know where the vagina is, but they're stuck with it anyhow. They got stuck with the estrogen. It, It was thrust upon them. They didn't have a choice. If you are fat, you have a choice. If you are fat, you have a choice. If you are fat, you have a choice. There are zero exceptions. You do not have a glandular problem. 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 You have made the choice to be fat. You can stop shoving food in your face any fucking time. You have made a choice. You are even more fucking disgusting than white women, than niggers, and even than Jews. Anybody offended yet? I goddamn fucking hope so. All right, let's get this ball rolling. Let's play this fucking podcast. Homie ain't got all day. I got to go play Star Wars once my internet connection comes back up. Welcome back to the 10 Blocks Podcast. This is John Tierney, a contributing editor to City Journal, and joining me today is Gary Tobbs, who's an investigative science and health journalist, and he has been a great voice for for challenging conventional wisdom for decades now. He's one of the most admired science writers in the country. He's the uh, his latest book is Rethinking Diabetes, um, but before that, his background is. Um, he wrote about uh, a good calories, bad calories, about the low carbohydrate diet um, that was published as the Diet Delusion in the United Kingdom. Uh, that was back in 2007. 
2011, he wrote Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. Why do you get fat? Shoving too much food in your fucking face. What to do about it? Stop shoving food in your fucking face. And then The Case Against Sugar in 2016. Now his latest book, it's a remarkable book in that it, it just challenges, the, you know, a, a half a century's worth or a century perhaps of, uh, of thinking about diet. Of settled science. Remember, guys, the science is settled. This is some settled fucking science. BDs. Uh, well, I should also mention that Gary is, he's the, I think the first journalist to win the, the uh, National Association of Science Writers, Science and Society Journalism Award. He's won it three times. And he's written for, you know, for the leading magazines in the country, the New York Times Magazine, in addition to these really massively researched books and really smart books, too. So today we're talking about Rethinking Diabetes, What Science Reveals About Diet, Insulin, and Successful Treatments. And so, so Gary, do you want to uh, uh, just tell me, you know, briefly what uh, got you into this and, and, uh, and what the book's about? Okay. Well, I got into this because uh, I've always been, you know, all my work going back to the 80s has been about good science and bad science. You guys remember the 80s, right? That was the last time women were attractive and music was good science and uh how easy it is to make mistakes in science and you know like a virus can only travel six feet and if you put a diaper over your face then you're immune to viruses how hard it is to get the right answer and about 25 years ago now i stumbled into the nutrition field where the science is so bad that it's kept me busy ever since yeah it is it is it is Food pyramid. What's it? The, oh, you should eat the most great. No, you should eat the fewest, the little, the least you think you should be eating is grains. Look at the fucking food pyramid. For those of you in other countries here in the United States, we have this retarded organization. It's called the government. And the government is telling people what to eat. And it tells them that, well, the, the most of your food should be grains, wheat and grain and bread. Why is that? Let's just jump ahead. Why is it that the government, why is it that the government and the corporations push wheat and grain and bread? Because grain is easy to store long term. It's cheap. Why Pizza, it's cheap. It's bread. It's cheap. Meat is expensive. Once again, in addition to my way of always phrasing this, eating single ingredient food, don't eat slave food. I know the use of the word slave is offensive to niggers. That's part of the reason I use it also because it's accurate. Think about it. If you owned slaves, what would you feed your slaves? Would you feed your slaves steak and asparagus? No, of course not. Steak and asparagus are expensive. If you would, if it's a food that you would feed to your slaves, you should not be eating it. It's that goddamn simple. Um, the diabetes story is simple, but you have to kind of keep two concepts in your mind simultaneously, which is one is that we have better drug therapy and devices and treatment than ever before in history. So if you're diagnosed with diabetes today, whether type two, which is the common form that associates, you know, your associates with, with age and, uh, weight and all right, and weight, and weight, and weight, the type that associates with, oh, I don't know, being fat, 
the older you are, the heavier you are, the more likely you are to get it. And then type 1, which is the acute, acute form that strikes uh, primarily adolescents and children. Or um, If you're diagnosed today, you will get better therapy than ever before. You will be... Uh, you will give more money to the pharmaceutical corporations than ever before. Uh, you'll live longer and healthier, and yet we have a diabetes epidemic that's Isn't out that of control. The prevalence of this, and, and and yet we've got all the vaccine and the science and the food pyramid, and everybody's eating you know pizza and all these other frozen foods that it says on the packaging are good for you, and yet we have more diabetes than ever. Is it? I mean, how does anyone not make the fucking connection? How are you people this? And I don't mean you. If you're, you guys know this. The people around us, they're so fucking retarded. And I mean retarded, not. I mean they're retarded. Their fucking ability to decipher the cosmos around them is retarded. It is restricted. We're surrounded by all this food that's in all this packaging that's telling you how healthy it is. And people are sicker than ever. And no one can figure it out because they're fucking stupid. And yet Republicans, Republicans are still in favor of democracy. Why well, should democracy? We should let people vote. I mean, if you're too stupid to figure out that eating pizza is unhealthy... How are you going to understand the Federal Reserve? How are you going to understand quantitative easing? How are you going to understand foreign policy? This disease has increased 600% since the early 1960s. The 600%. Uh, 600% since the 1960s. And yet all the food all the food packaging gluten-free uh, yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck it says, USDA organic, whatever the fuck the packaging says, 600 fucking percent. It's still considered a progressive chronic disease, which means that once you are diagnosed, the expectation is that you will never get your blood sugar under control, right? that you will need and either more drugs or more newer drugs. drugs or higher doses as more time drugs. goes on. Oh, oh, do you think somebody's making money on that? Oh, and here's the thing. All you, oh, my, oh, capitalism is evil. Oh, okay. But what about capitalism when it's a pharmaceutical corporation telling you you got to take this medication for the rest of your life as opposed to, oh, I don't know, maybe just eating less processed food and fucking less carbohydrates and eating fucking meat and vegetables. By the way, the great one had breakfast this morning. You know what the great one ate? He ate fucking dead animal. He ate dead animal and asparagus and green beans and red pepper, and yellow pepper. And he's on his fourth gin and tonic. Okay, so maybe the gin and tonic is kind of ultra-processed. But I eat some fucking vegetables and dead animals, you fucking morons. And uh, it's most prevalent in... 
Oh, fuck yes, my internet's back up. Oh, yeah, the internet just came back on. Oh, the great one. Oh, the great one's going to touch himself thinking about playing Star Wars. Oh, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. And then, then I'm going to go on the internet. I'm going to make fun of some people cosplaying as World War II infantry soldiers on the internet. I'm going to go play Star Wars. I'm going to whack shit with a lightsaber. Yeah, the internet's back up. Oh, my God, my life has come back to me. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you for giving me my internets. Oh, my internet's for lower socioeconomic I'm gonna, status. <laughs> I'm in a fucking good mood. I'm a great one. God damn, you're drunk. I'm not that drunk. I'm in a good mood. I am fucking sick of fat people. And I'm dead. The whole World War II cosplaying thing, I really am serious about that. I, I mean it. The whole Band of Brothers is awesome. I'm, I'm, all of that stuff, I am completely serious about. Please shut the fuck up. If you were not a soldier in World War II, please shut the fuck up about World War II because I'm goddamn sick of it. I mean that. I mean it. As groups, which means the underserved members of society get it worse, the lower your education, the worse you're going to do. Um, Ultimately, it's a mess. Yeah, that's one way. And, and it. it's an incredibly expensive message. Yes, cannot... and I'm fucking subsidizing but, it. Uh, I, I was shocked to see that one out of every four healthcare dollars in this country yes. is spent on diabetes. Diabetes, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, what? Twenty-five percent of the fucking healthcare cost is diabetes. Why is diabetes a thing? Once again, guy, I know you don't want to hear this. There, there's the. The type ones, the type twos. Okay, most of the diabetes is because people are fat. It's that simple. It's that goddamn simple. If you stop being fat, the diabetes will go away. If you fasting, if you do the fasting, the fasting clinic, they've had people come in there with diabetes. They do the fasting. After the fasting, two or three weeks of fasting, the diabetes goes the fuck away. Goes away goes away. Are you going to hear that from your doctor? Is your doctor going to tell you if you go three weeks without eating food, your diabetes will go away for the rest of your life? No, because your doctor makes money off of you being a diabetic. The whole fucking thing. What have I told hospitals are a place you go to die. Doctors are in the business to make money. Your doctor doesn't give a shit if you're healthy or not. Your doctor is a doctor to pay his bills. Why do I do theater? Why am I why do I do lighting? So that I can get money so I can pay my rent. Why does your doctor be a doctor so he can get money so he can pay his mortgage and his automobile payment and send his kids to college and pay for his fucking alimony to his ex-wife? He's not a doctor because he gives a flying fuck about you. You people are fucking not again, not you people. People are fucking morons. Uh, over, well, $300 billion a year is a current estimate for direct medical care. $300 billion. Over $400 billion in 400 total in, in lost productivity. Uh, Although the $400 billion in lost productivity pales in comparison to the cost of lost productivity that has resulted from allowing women into the workplace. Even though Aaron Clary claims in his fucking book, ROI on the Pursuit of Women, that allowing women into the workforce has doubled productivity. Once again, Aaron is wrong. 
He's wrong. Oh my God, is he fucking wrong? But at least he's not on the internet cosplaying as something he isn't. With this disorder, we'll spend, depending on estimates, uh, twelve thousand average, twelve thousand to sixteen thousand dollars a year in medical care. It's still sort of the leading. Uh, re so twelve thousand dollars a year in medical care. You're a doctor. Multiply $12,000 a year by all of your patients that are diabetics. Yeah, that's going to pay your mortgage. Reason for amputations in this country. Um, there was a heartbreaking piece in the New York Times. This just... is th this this surprises me, but doesn't surprise me. I need to I need to look this piece up and see if I can find it. It was yesterday on a amputation crisis in San Antonio, Texas. It's directly like. What? Uh, the cause of poorly controlled diabetes. Right, right, right. And I mean, yes, poorly controlled diabetes will lead to amputation. But I didn't realize this was happening enough that it would be called a crisis and that someone would write an article about it. I mean, once again, well, we're going to have to amputate your leg or or you could stop shoving pizza in your mouth. And there's people out there who actually sit there and go, well, you know, I, I'd rather have my leg cut off than stop shoving pizza in my mouth. And the idea that these people are human is fucking ridiculous. If you would literally, Hitler, rather have your leg cut off than stop shoving pizza in your mouth, you should be exterminated. This is not a fucking joke. I am not trying to be an edgelord. I'm not trying to cosplay as an edgelord who is cosplaying that he was in the infantry in World War II. I am telling you, if you would rather have your fucking leg cut off than stop shoving pizza in your fucking face, you should die. So the question I asked in doing this book is, how do we get here? Well, we got here by stupidity. We got here by following the science. We got here by believing what's on the television. We got here by listening to the experts. We got here by believing advertising. We got here by basically not having the balls to tell white women to shut the fuck up and make babies. And it seems something that, that any public health authority or investigative journalist in my case should ask which is were there mistakes made yes. somehow along the path to getting yes. here that might explain why but see that's the thing real science recognizes its mistakes and corrects its course once science becomes political dogma once science becomes religion once science becomes settled then you can no longer correct your mistakes. Therapy is still so inadequate. Why people are still doing poorly, why it's so- Because they're fat! And, you know, what are we going to do about it ultimately? How do we rein this epidemic in and how we do we- kill the fat people! To, to kill patients? them! Kill! Yeah, and- Kill! And when you talk about, I mean, it's amazing to read this, how wrong the field seems to have gone. Yeah, and isn't I, it? You know, I understand, you know, people think, well, what is a science journalist- know about this against these experts, but um, I, I tend experts. to think that, that there'll be more people receptive to this after what we, we've we seen so many fiascos, the latest being all of the, quote, science the we were told hands. in COVID, and the people haven't realized that, that health establishments can really go terribly wrong. And, and, and uh, 
So tell us how, you know, how we went wrong on diabetes. How did okay, we so go you wrong? Think of diabetes as um, fundamentally it's an inability to control blood sugar. Right. I and mean, that's how we diagnose it by high blood sugar. Um, and there have always been two levers you can pull to control uh, blood sugar. One is your diet and the other is drugs, uh, drug therapy. Drugs, which makes money for the pharmaceutical corporations and the doctors. So, gee, which of those two levers do you think the system is going to gravitate towards? The lever where the system doesn't make any money or the lever where the system makes money? And, and again, you guys know this, I'm not anti-capitalist. I'm anti-stupid. Then, well, drug therapy. Those are the two choices. So, those are the choices. Um, for the first, uh, from 1797 and 1921, when insulin mm-hmm. was discovered, the only available therapy was diet. And right. type 2 diabetes could be kept under control yeah. by avoiding the carbohydrates that prompt us to our blood sugar to go up. Right. Um, once we, insulin, the hormone insulin was discovered in 1921, and Type That's 1 diabetes is a disorder of uh, insulin deficiency. Uh, then insulin therapy made it possible to keep uh, the patients with type 1 diabetes alive apparently indefinitely mm-hmm. and made it possible for them to eat carbohydrate-rich foods, the kinds they had to uh, avoid without causing the immediate problems. So. Right. Essentially, from well, my... yeah, 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 immediate consequences without immediate consequences because the consequences could be negated by the insulin. 1921 onward, we used drug therapy almost exclusively to control the disease. And as right? physicians, because God forbid you control your diet, God forbid you have any control over what you shove. In your fucking pile. Realize the sort of terrible long-term consequences of living with this disease. They assumed that the problem was inadequate drug therapy. Mm-hmm. They... Right. If we just had more drugs, it's like statist. If we just had one more law, right? The problem, with the, the reason school shootings happen is because we don't have enough gun control. If we just had more laws against guns, we could stop school shootings, right? Single mothers have nothing to do with it. Tranny story time hour at the library has nothing to do with it. All the chemicals and the estrogen and the plastic shedded chemicals in the environment, they have nothing to do with it. The reason we have so many school shootings is just because there's not enough laws. If only we had more laws, we could solve it. Oh my God, we just need one more law. God, I fucking hate these. I hate all of them. I hate them. I want them to die. Die, fat people. Die, white women. Die, kikes. Die, niggers. Just go back to Africa. If you just went back to Africa, I would be happy to leave you alone, but you, you can't do that. You just, you want me to kill you. I don't know why. I don't understand why you're so desperate for me to hate you that you can't shut the fuck up. Never question their approach to diet. And 
by today we have this you know thinking nobody wants to stay on a diet anyway let's just give them a pill we yeah see this. that's right Man. just just take a pill eat whatever the fuck you want do whatever you want because all your consequences this is white woman thinking this is pure white woman thinking. Not a black man alive is stupid enough to come up with this. Not a, not one. You can't find me. Not one, not one black man dumb enough to come up with this shit. This is white woman thinking. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want and then I'll take a pill and the pill will fucking negate all of my mistakes. That is the entire fucking concept behind the birth control pill. I will go out and I will drunkenly fuck as many goddamn criminals as I want and get STDs and be a fucking whore, but I'll take this birth control pill and it will miraculously negate all of my mistakes. Only white women could be that stupid. Manifested uh, most obviously with the latest, uh, these obesity wonder drugs like Ozempic and Mugovi, um, where the- Ozempic and Mugovi. What kind of fucking words are those? The idea is, you know, these will solve obesity without ever having to tell anyone that they They're should- fat. Right. Restrict right. particular foods that right, they're right, eating. Right, 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 This is white women. Well, I want to solve the fact that I'm fat without having to stop eating food because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We don't want to tell them to stop eating so much shitty food. Oh, God, no. We want to, we, we just want to eat as much as we want to eat of whatever we want to eat and you, you just take a pill and oh, it's just like magic. I'm going to take this pill and I'm going to magically be an infantry soldier in World War II and I won't have to cosplay anymore. I'm going to solve all my fucking problems by taking taking a goddamn I'm going to watch Band of Brothers and then I can cosplay that I was in World War II. I'm going to go on the internet. I'm going to have an anime picture of me cosplaying as a World War II soldier and oh, oh my Republicans. I'm going to touch myself while thinking about Donald Trump and oh, oh, there's a difference between Republicans and Democrats. Oh, I'm going to order a pizza. Dang. Um, so the, the, in general, the story I told them, it was revelatory during this research, and it's now possible because of internet book and article repositories to do a level of research that was simply impossible previously without spending your life in a, in a medical school library or multiple medical school libraries. So the, what I realized in doing this is time and time again, the diabetes community would come up against the failure of their drug therapies. They would test their assumptions in randomized control trials, and their right. assumptions would fail to pan fail. out in the trials. Right. Uh, the largest of these, which was a study called the Look Ahead that cost $200 million mm -hmm. when it was- Which is chump change, but still, I could live on $200 million. Ended for futility. Uh, the New York Times quoted a Harvard the diabetes specialist named David Nathan saying, we have to have an adult conversation about this. And <laughs> but there's no time involved. and time again, they simply sort of ignored ignore the it. failure yeah. and plowed on doing the same thing they'd always been doing. Which is putting people and on medication because that's how pharmaceutical corporations and doctors make money. From the 1920s onward, one new revelation another about the sort of fundamental causes of these diseases, the mechanisms involved, Being even fat. organs involved, Fatness. and the hormones involved. Fatness. And those had zero effect on therapy for the disorder. So as they found out, for instance, that 
you could never really use insulin therapy without causing weight gain. Right! It didn't stop. Do you, do you know anybody who's a diabetic that isn't fat? This is a real question. Do you know any diabetics? I do. Most of them are fat, aren't they? Especially the older they get, the more likely they are to be fat. Stop them from using insulin therapy. Oh it's just they just redoubled their efforts to tell people to eat less once they did gain weight. Once they found out that it was impossible to use insulin therapy for type 1 diabetics, particularly without causing uh, hypoglycemic episodes, which are episodes of low blood sugar, which are one of the primary reasons why this disease is so burdensome to live with, um, it didn't stop them from using and prescribing insulin therapy as they always did. Because you make money by prescribing insulin. And the purpose of the medical industrial complex is what? Say it with me, boys and girls. To make money. But remember, I was just, uh, we should have socialized health care. I'm anti-capitalism. What do you think the purpose of the healthcare industry is? It's to make money. It's as though the understanding of the disease had no effect. No, it doesn't. On right. the treatments, physicians thinking about how best to treat this right. disease. Exactly. No there's a there's a complete fucking disconnect. That sounds astonishing, but uh, no, but it, how no, it doesn't. It anyone who understands that these people are idiots. Once again, if you're thinking the doctor is like cares about your health, I could understand how you'd be astonished. The doctor does not give a fuck about you. The doctor comes to work every day to make money. He doesn't give a shit about you being healthy. Does that happen that, you know, that in a field that, that people just get so set in their ways, the incentives are, are, are all the wrong way, it's the wrong people looking at it? I mean, it's um, the people doing the science, the hard science are different than... The science. So you've got, say, at any one point in time, uh, a thousand physicians or 10,000 physicians, or by today, every physician in every medical clinic in the world yeah. uh, having to you know, prescribe medications to treat their ever-growing number of patients with, with diabetes. Mm, ever-growing. Um, there it, are standard... It's like, a, it's like a customer base. You know, it's like an income revenue that's ever-growing. Why would you want to stop your source of income from growing? Like, what incentive is there for anyone who has a source of income to stop their source of income from growing. I do lighting for concerts. What's my incentive to stop more concerts from wanting more lighting, which will make more money for me? What's my incentive on that? My incentive is non-existent of care that have been created by the diabetes associations i think always with the best interest of patients no in mind. no no see here here's the cucking i it's not the best interest no no it's not the best interest they do not have the best interest of the patients for to say that the diabetes association is telling people to do things that are demonst that are objectively empirically wrong and that they have the best interest of their patients in mind no that's not true they do not have the best entrance is an entrance the best interest 
of their patients in mind because they are telling their patients to do things which are objectively, verifiably detrimental to the health and biochemical well-being of diabetics. They are evil. They are either evil or they are stupid. That is the only two options. They are evil or they are stupid. And corruption or industry influence plays any major role. Yeah, it does. And yet, what you learn about the science has, so it has kind of no mechanism by which it can enter into the conversation. No, of So I not. could come along as a journalist and say, you know, let me talk to everyone in the field. Let me read the literature going back to, in this case, you know, the, the 18th century. Mm-hmm. And let's right. see if mistakes were made. But the Diabetes right. associations and the, the government agencies right. that fund this research and that yeah. you know promote uh, right. therapies fun, yeah. for the disease yeah. have no mechanisms by which to do that. Right, because it doesn't. They never. There's. Them. Ne- it doesn't financially benefit them to look back and say, "Oh, and again, you, you can't sit there and say, oh, shit, you know, all these years we've been telling you this thing. Now we realize it's wrong, because now you're opening yourself up to lawsuits, right? The diabetes industry isn't like the Wufax industry." That got this thing from the government that says, well, nobody can ever sue you if mistakes were made. So the diabetes industrial complex cannot come forth and say, ah, shit, you know, the stuff that we've been telling you to do for the last 60 years is actually wrong because they'll get the fuck suit out of them. So they have to stay the course. They have to continue and maintain the stupid. they, They have to double down. They're like SJWs. Ever a place where they can say, even you know, with Nathan saying we have to have an adult conversation. Well, the adult conversation should be, what have we missed? The adult conversation should should be, what methodology do we use for exterminating the fat people? Do we gas them? Do we throw them into ovens? Do we just dig holes in the ground and shove them into it, buried alive? That's the only adult conversation there is to be had about this entire question. It 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 is. It is, is how do we kill the fat people? Because the fat people are not going to stop being fat. We need to be realistic. We need to have an adult conversation about this, okay? The fat people are not going to stop being fat. This is not a joke. The fat people are not going to stop being fat. The fat people are not going to stop being fat. And if we could move to a society, an anarcho-capitalist society, where my tax dollars are not subsidizing the fat people being fat, I wouldn't give a shit that the fat people are fat. But being as I have to subsidize the fatness of the fat people, yeah, I do care. And they should die. And those are your choices. If you're fat, you should either die or you should be working towards an anarcho-capitalist society where I'm not subsidizing your fatness. But as long as I'm subsidizing your fatness you should die. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about your feelings. I, the great one himself, the founder of the Cynical Libertarian Society on the internet since 1999, podcasting for 18 years, who is right, who is always right, who has always been right, who has never been wrong, do not care about your feelings.
if you are fat, you must die. And how? And so, what did they miss now? I mean, what did they miss, and what you know? What should they be looking at now, and what should diabetics be doing? Okay, not eating shitty food. As soon as I say this, it's funny when I give. I used to give lectures on obesity, and I would, I would. Yep. To okay. go 45 minutes into the lecture without mentioning the word carbohydrate. Right. Because as soon as you mention the word <laughs> as carbohydrate. As soon as you say it. it oh, especially oh, in medical oh, schools. Oh. And I've given, I don't know, a dozen grand rounds. Right, right. As soon as you mention carbohydrate. Oh, you're a, you're a white supremacist. You think people should eat meat. Oh, you're against carbohydrates. It's amazing how that right there is the trigger for the fucking fags to come out and so Suddenly, physicians who have been following me and you know completely along the way, saying he's a really bright guy and these are really interesting ideas that I've never thought of it like this. And then you mention the word carbohydrates. He's one of these guys. He's one of those guys. He's one of these keto guys. And then they could sort of shut down and stop listening. Um, The disorder is fundamentally an inability to safely metabolize the carbohydrates in the diet. So type 1 diabetes is an insulin deficiency disorder, and type 2 diabetes is a disorder where the the liver is resistant. Uh, It's a fundamental organ that's resistant to the hormone insulin, so you have to secrete ever more insulin to have it do its job, and then all kinds of uh, deleterious consequences result. Um, the immediate problem, there are, I mean, the whole yeah. homeostatic system of the human body is out of whack in these diseases, but the immediate problem is high blood sugar, and the high blood sugar is a response uh, initially to the carbohydrate content of the diet. So the very first successful attempt to treat this disorder was a British doctor telling his a uh, formerly obese diabetic mm-hmm. patient okay. in 1797, not just basically yeah. to live on uh, uh, fatty meat and green vegetables. Oh, it was an vegetables. ketogenic diet or an oh, Atkins diet so okay. for 1797, <laughs> and it worked. Oh, and it worked. British did physician it? John did it? did it? Did it? Did it? Did eating meat and vegetables, it worked? Oh, holy shit! But, but how much pizza did they have? Hello published a pamphlet about it, and he distributed it to doctors throughout the United Kingdom. And he says, if you have diabetic patients, try it with them. And let's I don't see know. If Meat, it's vegetables. And for the most part, it was. And throughout the 19th century, this was a standard of care. Oh, that means every major diabetes specialist and there weren't a lot of them because there wasn't a lot of diabetes because people weren't fat and they weren't shoving ultra processed foods down their fucking throats but every major one in the uk in germany france italy the united states used this what they call the animal diet to keep the disease under control and for patients with what today we would call type 2 it worked it kept the disease under control oh imagine that um, and that's the approach that they left out. So the one way to the simplest way to think about it is here you have a disease where you can't metabolize the carbohydrate content of the diet safely, then you don't eat carbohydrates. Duh. And my other books have sort of documented how this kind of simplistic concept got 
uh, tagged uh, fad diet exactly. and uh, dangerous White supremacy, diet because dangerous. one of the things that happens you know, is MAGA. It's what's called ketogenics. So you oh, you're going to die. You're going to die if you don't eat by the liver, which your brain If you don't eat a lot of bread, fuel, if you don't eat ultra-processed um, sort of foods, you're going to die. Preconception after another that then caused them Fuck. to turn away from the obvious dietary approach. Yeah. For the, you know, if you eat the shit that humans have been eating throughout all of their evolution, if you eat the shit that if you go to fucking like the Amazon rainforest and you find these tribes out there living in the rainforest, what do they eat? Oh, they eat vegetables and they eat meat. And while look, none of them are fat and none of them are diabetic and none of them are autistic. If you eat what they're eating, well, you're a white supremacist and you hate niggers and kikes and you're going to die. Disease. Um, and let me tell you just one. Uh, originally, my book had... God, I fucking hate fat people! There was a, a epigraph in the beginning, which was a, a story that was told to me by a, a chef-turned-journalist who was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes about seven, eight years ago when he was 36 years old. So when you're diagnosed, you're just thrown into this world of... Of stupidity. This is true of any. You're thrown into this world of you becoming a cash cow... For the medical industrial complex, for the pharmaceutical industrial complex. That's what it is. Once you're diagnosed with diabetes, you are now a cash cow. No one in the industrial complex has an incentive to liberate you from your diabetes because they don't make money by doing that. Disease, but suddenly you're you're immersed in this world that you never imagined thinking about before. So you have no preconceptions. And the doctor right. explains to him that because be that of this stupid. insulin deficiency problem he has, he can no longer metabolize carbohydrates. So what they're going to prescribe is that he eat a certain amount of carbohydrates at every meal, and then he take insulin to what's called cover. Now, this is brilliant. This is, th this is like kind of obvious, but this is the best way of phrasing it I've ever heard. The carbohydrates. And he says to the doctor, well, wait a minute, what you're telling me is that insulin Carbohydrates are now a poison, poison to me. Right. And insulin is the antidote. Right. And I should eat, eat the poison. Eat the poison. And take the antidote. And then take the antidote. <laughs> Why don't I just not avoid eat the poison. the poison? Right. I mean, it's that simple. It's that goddamn simple. That's literally what they're telling you. Jack Spierko, on his podcast, did a thing where he found some recipes from a corporation for people who have uh, kidney failure or on the verge of kidney failure, right? And it's all this sugar and shit. And Jack delves into it and finds out this corporation is a corporation that also owns dialysis clinics. So if you own dialysis clinics, you want people who are on the verge of kidney failure to go into kidney failure so they will need dialysis so that you will make money. And you say, great one, people aren't that evil. Yes, they are. Yeah, they actually are. And then you say, but great one. So if people are that evil, how could we have Ancapidice? In Ancapidice, these evil people would do these things. No. These evil people are doing these things right now, and we have a status system. It's because the status system is protecting them. 
In encapidice, if someone came to you and said, hey, I see that you're on the verge of kidney failure, here's some recipes for food you should eat that have more carbohydrates and more sugar, right? You would look at that, and then you would look at the person, and then you would look at the recipes, and you would look at the person, and then you would reach down, and you would pull out your sidearm, and you would lift your sidearm up, and you would shoot them in the face, and they would be dead. And there would be no police officers there to protect the stupid person who is trying to kill you through kidney failure from being killed. Okay, this would not happen in encapadice. This kind of bullshit only happens in a status system where you have health insurance, where you have the medical industrial complex, where you have settled science, where you have a media that cannot be questioned, where you have all these layers of bullshit that are propped up by the government. When you remove the government, you put people in a position where they have to think for themselves. And when you say, hey, carbohydrates are poison to me, and this person is telling me that I should eat this poison and then take the antidote to the poison, how about I just tell this person to fuck off and shoot them in the face with my Colt 45? So no. And the problem with having that as an epigraph is if you just phrase it like that, yeah. suddenly nobody's going to read the rest of the book because it's kind of obvious. But it's, we've it's created obvious. a whole world of explanations, the foremost being you can well, this was... It, it's a whole world of lies. It's a whole world of marketing, right? Yes, the carbohydrates are poison to you, but you could still eat the poison and be like everyone else, which is the most important factor in our world is fitting in with everyone. Oh my God, did you, I saw T Swift last night. Did you see T Swift? Oh my God, I'm so into T Swift. What's popular right now? I need to know what's popular so I can like what's popular so I can be accepted by everyone around me. Cause the most important thing to me is being accepted by all the fucking stupid people around me. I'm going to eat, Oh, I'm going to eat pizza. Cause everybody else is eating pizza, even though pizza is poison to me because I'm fucking fat and unhealthy because I refuse to eat fucking meat and vegetables vegetables like the great one fucking tells me to because I'm a fucking retard. The issue beginning with insulin in 1921, you don't want to tell kids particularly or yes, diagnose with this, you know, pretty terrible He's chronic disease that they can't live. Uh, other He's wrong. He's wrong. Yes, you need to tell kids the truth. Stop lying to your children. Say, young child of mine, I love you. These are carbohydrates because of your biochemistry. These carbohydrates are poison to you. If you eat these, you will be sick and you will die. I know your friends are eating carbohydrates. You cannot eat these. And I'm telling you this because I love you and I want you to grow up and I want you to be healthy and you are my child and you are more important to me than almost anything else in the world. Maybe more important to me than anything else in the world other than your brothers and sisters. Otherwise, normal life like their friends and family. So you want them to be able to eat whatever they, no. their friends eat. No, no, you don't. Eats. No, you don't. You don't want your children to be able to eat whatever their friends eat. You want your children to eat what is going to be nutritious and healthy for them. Stop fucking trying to conform with everybody. This is exactly the kind of shit that you end up on the internet cosplaying that you were in the infantry in World War II. Oh, look at me. I'm a masculine geek. Right. How many dicks have been in your mouth? Um, 
and then as time went on, it's just easier to let people eat whatever they want to eat. And yeah, it's easier. Cover. Oh, it's easier. Oh, it's just so much easier because we don't want to do any fucking work. We don't want to control our white women. We don't want to tell fat people. We don't want to take fat people and just lock them in a goddamn room with no food and tell them to suck it the fuck up because we want to do whatever's the easiest because we don't want to hurt anybody's goddamn feelings. God forbid. God fucking forbid. God forbid we hurt the feel feels of a fucking fat person. With insulin, and then as time went on, the logic became, well, no one's going to stick with the diet anyway. Oh they'll, oh, they'll stick with it if they're locked in a goddamn closed room with nothing but water. I guarantee you they'll fucking stick with it. So by the 9, 2010s, I quote a wonderful uh, British diabetologist writer named Edwin Gale and his colleague talking about how we pay lip service to diet. Um, but, uh, you know, nobody really ever bothers to ask the question, well, this disease has pretty terrible consequences and yeah. we're not preventing them with drugs. We may no. be delaying them, but delaying. we're not, yep. Spending you know, a bad lot of things money. will happen. They'll just happen a little less Later. and a little delayed with right. drug therapy. Why not offer the possibility to not eat the poison? Why not? Why not offer and that? And not suffer the consequences of the oh. disease or at least Be test that possibility. Because we want to just do whatever we want to do with no consequences because our society is completely fucking effeminate. That's why. Right. Now, it's been... You know, tested somewhat, and and as you said, this is you know this disease, diabetes, has been classified that it's chronic and it's progressive. It, you know, that's always it's just going to get worse. And yeah. and you say that there is some evidence now, and you, you and and you write about this a lot in the book at great length, um, and, and very convincingly um, about actually that that the disease doesn't have to be progressive. That in no, fact, you know, that, that that there's evidence that people who follow these diets yes. have. Uh, have reversed it. Is that yes. right? Yeah. There and is. Clearly the case. We don't know what proportion of patients reverse it. Um, we don't know how long, for how long it stays in remission. But the one of the sort of the fundamental dogmas of the diabetes community is that this is a chronic progressive disease. And now, other right. than bariatric because surgery, that's how, again, because that's how the diabetes community makes money, right? It, again, if you could just stop drinking alcohol on your own, if you just stop smoking cigarettes on your own, if you just stop being fat on your own, nobody makes any money. Once again, I, you guys know, I am not anti-capitalist. I'm anti-stupid. There's other ways to make money other than lying to people. You can make money by telling people the truth. I mean, in fact, once again, just to give Aaron Cleary more shit, that's the entire business model of asshole consulting. Aaron makes money telling people the truth. You can make money telling people the truth. It can be done. You just have to have testosterone. The, it will only go into remission spontaneously 0.2% uh, of cases. That was the, the number of uh, one uh, uh, 2014 analysis. And, and now uh, 
there are trials out there showing that this and clinical experience showing that this disease can be put into remission. That people, rather than getting worse and needing more drugs and newer drugs and higher doses, they can patients can get off their medications. Yeah, they can. Um, by eating by less simply again avoiding food. the foods that they can metabolize right? safely. It's that goddamn um, much simple. As they might want to eat cake. And the reason yeah. I keep coming, I, I raise this New York Times story about the amputation crisis in San Antonio. These are, they're talking about young Hispanic men, men being in their 20s, 30s, 20s. 40s who are suffering amputations. Amputations. And I can't help but think, you know, in your 20s. I can get the fuck? that certain foods are, are specific to certain cultures and what that the, the idea fuck? of growing up without eating bread or it, it, eat not eating bread will not kill you um uh, rice or beans sounds God. like deprivation but if somebody oh. said it's that or your left or leg your leg yeah which would you pick and and the fact is most people would pick rice and beans and bread over their left leg. And that's why I say unto you, not because I'm trying to cosplay as an edgelord who is in the infantry in World War II, I'm telling you, if people who would choose to lose their left leg so that they can eat rice and bean and bread, they are subhuman and they should be exterminated. 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 Dig a big hole in the ground, push them into it, dump dirt on top of them. Exactly. Exactly. And now, and now the evidence you say that there have been, um, you know, some, you know, some studies, not randomized clinical trials, but but pretty, you know, extensive studies, you know, mm -hmm. where they followed people and and they've they and they've shown this right and and, and this, um, I think you mentioned that. Um, the American Heart Association has yeah. has has actually come to um, accept some of this right in their recommendations. You know, yeah, actually, the diet, Diabetes Associations and the American Heart, which has always these these. Um, so in 1971, the American Diabetes Association, for the first time, yeah. started recommending that patients with diabetes get more than half of their calories. From, from carbohydrates again the one macronutrient oh. they can't metabolize right. yeah, without backwards. pharmaceutical help and again when i phrase <laughs> yeah. it like that it sounds God. insane but that was the case the than, um and the american heart association has always poison. advocated for yeah. these low uh fat or low saturated fat um high carbohydrate diets as the way to prevent heart disease uh now these low-carbohydrate, high-fat diets, because you're trading off basically carbohydrate calories for fat calories, and, and most dietary, ra rational dietary approaches to any disease. Um, these low-carb, high-fat diets have been tested in probably going on 200 randomized control trials for a whole host of 200 uh, virtually every imaginable chronic disease. There's even a new movement now testing them for uh, bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. And right. the preliminary results are, mm -hmm. are quite startling. Yeah. Uh, not not, to, not so, to smart people, they aren't. Yeah, even these associations are now If you eat more meat and vegetables, these you will diets be mentally that they've and never before. Healthier. 
This is not startling that before to could anyone no, with a brain. Never be really fit into their guidelines because the guidelines are always, you know, about eat profit. low fat and whole grains and is about a kind of uh, conception of what a healthy diet right. is for for everyone, which is fruits, Bullshit. vegetables, whole grains, right, uh, legumes, the uh, red meat and moderation. No, that kind of no, thing. No, no moderation. Um, now, in red meat. even the Zero American Heart Association acknowledges all the dead animals. It's interesting because in they used to say that these all were the it. artists that, that the yeah, animals, maybe it works, but all. nobody could comply with this way of eating. So we're going to tell you you can have anything you want, just eat less of it. Now they say for those people who can't comply with the eat anything you want, but eat less of it advice. For the a really reasonable, people. you might want to try these low carbohydrate diets because you could eat as much as you want. Because we just can't tell definitely making to eat progress less. on one level, partially because of my work and a whole world of physicians and journalists who have been sort of pushing on these health organizations. They are def slowly coming around. You could argue that they're coming around as slowly as possible. As slowly as possible. But you still end up with a situation which you would like to avoid, which is depending right, which what is page me subsidizing on a fat people website you're looking at or which one of their uh, guidebooks you want to download, you'll get entirely different advice. Right, which and you chances get are only one of people. the advice is correct. Right. Only, you know, one philosophy is correct. Right, which is and me subsidizing only fat one people. philosophy will, you know, maximize efficacy and minimize harm. And maximize me so subsidizing We'll never have a situation people. where you've got some cardiac disorder and you go to the American Heart Association website and it and says, well, you eat more pizza. some people say you can take this drug and other people push this drug and or some you people just say eat that drug. So, you know, and not take we're just going to each page in our website is going to give different forbid. advice. That's what we've gotten to now God with forbid. diabetes. You eat Dietary therapy. We'll see where it goes from here. It goes to shit. Mm -hmm. That's where it goes. And so, what you would? Um, because here's the thing: um, white women. If you tell you, a fucking uh, white woman I mean, the first, she uh, can't fucking eat pizza while watching the fucking Taylor Swift concert, she's gonna get her fucking feel feels hurt. And then it's gonna on and on. And the next thing you know, suddenly you've got a subsidized pizza and Taylor Swift. The advice I imagine that you have for any diabetic is, of course, is to read your book, Rethinking yeah, Diabetes. Yeah, and stop eating um, fucking what pizza. What do you? hope to see uh, do you want to offer general advice or not other yes. diabetics or non-diabetics on, on yes. diet and also uh, um offer the I mean, advice, advice is, stop eating shit is that stop we need being more, fat you know, shut the fuck up trials to demonstrate that, there's your that fucking right, general you, advice there has been enough research and there hasn't been enough attention paid to the researches there yeah the diabetes is community they again they, they deserve credit they've done a series of very expensive large clinical trials to test their assumptions which are but wrong. their assumptions are always based on this idea that that patients with diabetes should be told to eat the same healthy diet we're telling everyone else to eat the diet we're telling everyone else and to eat is not healthy it's carbohydrates get, it's pizza getting, it's bread weight, they it's should wheat. eat less of it stop eating that shit that kind of grandfathered in with the evidence-based medicine movement, and that's Meat. the assumption that has to be tested. Uh, clearly, at this point, there's a world of advice out there on the internet and, and books on, on ketogenic and low-carb diets where patients with type 2 diabetes yeah. can 
you know, get good advice on what to do. But right. th these are just get away from your doctor. These are your serious diseases. Your doctor doesn't fucking know. And nobody an should do anything without the physician's assistant. To wrong, wrong, wrong. You should absolutely do it without your physician's assistance. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. Oh God! Hold on, hold on. Let me get a stick. I'm getting a stick. Just give me a second. Just fucking keep your panties on for a minute, okay? I'm getting a stick. Okay, I got a stick. I am now going to beat the dead horse. I am now beating the dead horse. Your doctor has no incentive for you to stop being a diabetic. All of this shit. Don't do anything without your doctor's supervision. You, if your doctor is so fucking amazing, why are you fat? If your doctor is so fucking amazing, why are you a diabetic? If your doctor is so fucking amazing, why are you unhealthy? Okay? The reason you're fat, unhealthy, and diabetic is because your doctor is a piece of shit. Great one. You can't give medical advice. Yes, I can. I'm doing it right now. Go fuck yourself. Stop going to your doctor. Eat meat. Eat vegetables. Eat single ingredient food. Fasting. Go entire days. Don't you? I'm skipping breakfast. This skipping breakfast shit is so fucking gay. You're not fasting. You're fucking cosplaying as somebody who's fasting. Go entire days without food. Actual real fasting. Right? And when you do eat food with single ingredients, do not ask your doctor's opinion. Your doctor is a fucking moron. Your doctor is a fucking cog in the medical industrial complex. Your doctor only makes money if you are sick. I don't, what the fuck is wrong with you people that you can't understand this? Actually, I do know what's wrong with you. Some of you are fucking white women. Some of you are women of other colors. Some of you are Juden. Some of you are Negroes. Some of you are just stupid, okay? Your doctor doesn't give a fuck. Your doctor doesn't know anything. Your doctor is a dipshit. Do not go to your doctor and fucking run all this shit past your doctor because your doctor is not going to tell you, yes, I think fasting and eating meat and vegetables is a great idea. Your doctor is going to tell you that you need more medication because that's how your doctor fucking makes money. Wake the fuck up. All the, I'm so red-pilled. No, you're not. If you're still listening to what your doctor fucking tells you, you're not red-pilled. You're a motherfucking cosplayer, okay? Fucking stop. Do not fucking run any of this past your doctor. Eat food that has single ingredients. Go to the fucking gym. Make sure, because for instance, if, if a patient even with type 2 diabetes should choose to eat the way I eat, for instance, they're going to have to cut back on their medication severely and perhaps immediately, or they're going to have side effects. Their, their medications are going to lower their blood sugar too much. So they need help from their physicians and, and yeah, one of the criticisms of my book is that they're dense. and They're dense. Uh, oh, wait. My favorite Who's criticism it? of my first book, Good Calories, Bad Calories, was on Amazon. Somebody gave it you know, one star and said, this is the worst diet book I've ever read. It's not and, a diet book. Um, <laughs> not a diet book. It's not a dude. diet book, it's, you idiot. It's a, it's a science book. <laughs> it's it's Fucking about people are the dumb. relevant meta history. I want, I want physicians and the people at the ADA and the diabetes community to understand what happened. 
Um, ideally, they do something about this. And I want physicians to inform themselves so when they have a patient That's who's newly diagnosed with diabetes or who's coming in after years of, uh, of treatment and isn't doing as well as they should, they can Years of treatment. Them. Years of treatment. We've been treating you for years and you're still sick. Well, the treatment probably doesn't fucking work, does it? Once again, why do I need to explain this? If you've been treated, if you've had years of treatment and you're still sick, holy shit, the treatment probably, we've been painting your house for years. Your house still isn't painted. You're probably not fucking painting the house, are you? Sort of both approaches, the don't eat the poison approach and the eat the poison <laughs> to take the antidote approach and give them informed counseling on both and perhaps give them the necessary reading material and explain and, to them. And, and also maybe just ridicule them because there's not a lot of ways you can change people's behavior. You're not going to change anyone's behavior via education. That's not a real thing. We've talked about that before. You're not persuading anybody via evidence. You have a greater chance of changing a person's behavior via ridicule than you do of persuading them right like i could try to rationalize with tj martinell about cosplaying he was in the infantry in world war ii on the internet that's never going to work but if i just ridicule him for doing that he may stop he may not he may decide to hate me he may be like ah oh, you fucking faggot i hate you for the rest of my life and he may hunt me down and kick me in the balls and shit like that but i have a greater chance of stopping tj from embarrassing himself on the internet by ridiculing him than i do by trying to rationalize about them and that's just human i mean don't get me wrong the same works with me you get great one let me rationalize with you that's not going to work but if you ridicule me, well, that, that stands a greater chance of working. We're all like that. I'm not saying TJ is this one person on the planet Earth who works that way. We all work like that. I mean, look at Aaron Clary. The only way I can get him to change his mind on anything is by ridicule. Also, I also enjoy ridiculing him because he's short. But that's a different topic. And be able to help them through it and guide them. So ultimately, it comes down to the physicians realizing that there's another approach to treating this that may that their patients mm -hmm. despite having to restrict an entire food group but may choose because it keeps them healthy and but here's the problem taking that alternative path of treatment of not eating carbohydrates once again at the the dead horse i got my stick i got my dead horse the do your doctor doesn't make money doing that your doctor has no incentive to just tell you to stop eating shitty food. Makes them feel healthy in the short term. Well, that's, you know, that makes great sense. I think uh, I yeah, helped many physicians and these associations and, and, uh, and, and diabetics do look at your book. Uh, again, it's Rethinking Diabetes, What Science Reveals About Diet, Insulin, and Successful Treatments. It's just a really extensive, thorough review of the history of this disease and and the research into it, especially the research that has been neglected by the establishment. Um, Gary, thanks very much for joining me. Surprisingly yes. well written, too. <laughs> surprisingly well <laughs> written. Very well. Nice little self-plug there. That's very true. I've always been a fan of your writing, Gary. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I did suggest to the local library that they buy this book. I went and I looked. They don't have the book, so I put in the suggestion. I don't know if I mentioned this before. The library here in Rapid City has a system where you can suggest books for them to buy, and I have suggested multiple books for them to purchase 
and I think the only they've only time they've turned them down is because there's been a couple of times where that book was available from another library where they could you know get it from that other library and send it here. So I man, I am personally responsible for injecting at this point probably about 20 different books into the local library system about stuff like this that you know might help to wake some motherfuckers up. Um so, so you know, thanks very much for uh, uh, for joining us, Gary. Um, you can try, uh, find a transcript of this podcast at the City Journal website. That's www.city-journal.org. Uh, you'll find there a link to, to Gary's author page. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at which is, uh, at Gary Taubes, um, and he has a great Substack um, unsettled, titled "Unsettled Science" that uh, that he and and Nina and Teicholz, uh do together. Um, you, you know, they're two of the great experts on uh, advocates for, uh, for forcing the establishment to rethink their dietary ideas and, and to look into low-carbohydrate diets. Um, so, again, thank you, Gary, and, uh, and, and, all that and to our listeners. If you like what you heard on the podcast, uh, uh, please give us a five-star ready on iTunes. Oh, cyber Thanks for joining us oh. for the Oh, give me five stars. Ring the bell. Oh, I'm so cuckled. Oh, like my video. All right, guys. Holy shit. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to go mix another gin and tonic. And is my internet still... My internet is still working. Holy shit. I'm going to go play Star Wars. All right. Love you, fuckers. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate you little shits, even though none of you give me cuck bucks. And Aaron Cleary really is short. And T.J. Martinell really is a very smart guy, even though he cosplays on the internet that he was in World War II. And Band of Brothers so far really is not that fucking good. It's really not. I'm not just saying this to be an edgelord. It's it's okay. It's not that great. Everyone you hear telling you, oh, Band of Brothers, and like touching their ball sack and stroking themselves, it's not that great. It's pretty fucking average.